5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Happy Friday, everybody. Hopefully you are uh, having a good day so far. And uh, we're gonna, we were going to close out with this week also talking about encounters with Jesus. And I was going to be talking about Nicodemus. And Nicodemus is the uh, kind of, well, he was the kind of a secret disciple, uh, a hidden disciple, a disciple in the shadows. Um, and it, there was kind of this whole thing. But I was just reading the kind of the the introduction to that, which is found at the end of John chapter 2. So if you're looking for the Nicodemus story, it's actually John chapter 3. But I just saw the end of this, and I was kind of caught off guard a little bit by, you know, the way that uh, this translation has, you know, put things. So John chapter 2, 23 through 25, because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But listen to this, verse 24, but Jesus didn't trust them because he knew all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature for he knew what was in each person's heart. So it's it's I I think it's fascinating here. You know, as Jesus, you know, both God and man, uh he's doing some stuff now earthly ministry is kicked off, miraculous signs and wonders all over the place, you know, the the, the blind seeing, the deaf being, you know, being able to hear, the lame are walking. I mean, Jesus is doing cool, like, miraculous stuff. And it says, because of these things, people began to trust Jesus. They began to trust him. Like, at least trusting Jesus for being somebody that could do things like this. And they think, all right, well, because of these cool things, he's possibly the Messiah. Not necessarily, this it never points to, like, because of the teachings of Jesus and what he was doing in Jerusalem, many began to trust in him. No, because of the miraculous signs Jesus did. And I think this is where Jesus can be skeptical of people, right? He's like, but Jesus didn't trust them. Right? Because Jesus knows their hearts. And this is where, you know, for us, for me, when I consider it, I'm like, oh, this almost gives me a justification for not trusting people. Um, because, like, yeah, what we know is we know about human nature. Jesus knows about human nature. And it, even, you know, as he jumps into to flesh and blood and he's doing, you know, earthly ministry stuff, and, and of course he's going to know about human nature. I mean, the guy isn't just a you know a, a brand newborn or something. He's he's been around. He's been walking the streets. He's been engaging in people's lives, and this isn't anything new. But some reason, it threw me off today that Jesus didn't trust them. So Jesus, even being skeptical of people, because he never knows their motivation. Why are you trying to trust me? What are you trying to get out of me? And what are you trying to be able to, you know, like, can I get in on the inner circle so I can get in on this stuff? And this is what leads me to the thought for today. Why are you following Jesus? 
Why are you trying to be able to say, hey, this Jesus, this Jesus is the one, right? This Jesus is the Son of God. This Jesus is, you know, the Messiah. This Jesus is, and and, and, and all of those are all true. Now, we say, but why do we follow? Is it just because of what Jesus can do for us? Are we looking at Jesus, and I've used this you know, before, as a cosmic vending machine, as a, a genie in a bottle? Are we looking at Jesus for what he can do for us? Instead of being able to say we serve Jesus because he is the King of kings and Lord of lords, he is the name upon, upon which every name you know, bows down, right? So Jesus is... And we, are we just worshiping and serving Jesus because of Jesus, the Messiah, or are we looking to get something from him? And you always say then, oh, but, but aren't we going to get something from him? Yes, we are. Jesus says that he gives us grace, right? He gives us love, unconditional love. Jesus says that he gives us forgiveness, that he gives us a life that's worth living. He gives us eternal life. All of these obviously are things that Jesus is giving. But are we just looking for the reward and not spending time with Jesus because he's Jesus? I think this is where it comes down to the trust factor. Jesus is going to know each person's heart. He's going to know why you're following. Is it for the benefits of, you know, negotiation? Is it for the, um, you know, for the for the business contacts? Is it for, you know, I mean, there there's all kinds of motivations that can be behind our relationship with Jesus and trying to be able to say, yeah, like I see all the cool stuff and I want in, and there would be a reason. That could be your reason why you're saying I'm following Jesus today because I like all the cool stuff. But are you looking at things in the right way? And this is, and I think it's always a good question, always going back to the motivation of the heart. Where is your motivation in your following Jesus today? Even before we get to Nicodemus, even though this is technically the introduction to Nicodemus, as we're going to talk about Nicodemus, you know, next week, but it's going to go back to the motivation. Why are you following Jesus today? Consider it. Think about it. Ask questions. Are we worshiping Jesus because of Jesus, or are we worshiping Jesus because of what he can do for us? All right, everybody, have a great weekend, and I'll see you all on Monday. Monday.